This is Moray Yashab in Israel for the Yashab in Israel show. Tadaria Whitfield podcast. Back at you one more time with one more good, good, good topic of discussion. You know, I'm the one who likes to talk about the things that they don't want you to know. You know, I like I, I like to give you the answers to the things that they don't want you to know. And I only talk about that which I know. I don't talk about things that I don't know nothing about. You know, uh, so today's topic of discussion, I want to talk about what in Hebrew, Zodok, righteousness. Zodok. I want to talk about righteousness. I want to talk about what righteousness is and what righteousness is not. I want to talk about self-righteousness, what self-righteousness is, and how righteousness traces directly back to the children of Israel, which are Afro-Asiatics, and how self-righteousness traces back to the European, which is Self-righteous and European. Uh, What I mean by self-righteous is European and righteousness is Afro-Asiatic. Well, see the Afros and the Asiatics, the ancient Afro-Asiatics, they were a Moorish or Negroid, or darkened black, or what you would call by many standards, African people. And they brought to the world the concept of a one God. The earliest of my studies of the one God concept was brought to the world by an Egyptian pharaoh by the name of Akhenaten. Many have said over the years that Akhenaten is Akhenaten or Akhenaten, Akhenaten. Uh, Many have said that he was actually Moses. I've saw debates And myself, I am undecided. And the reason why I'm undecided is because I am not a student of Egyptian history to that magnitude. You know, the the knowledge that I have of Egyptian history, which is greater than most, is very, very, very kindergarten. Considering... A country that's old thousands and thousands and thousands of years that functioned for thousands of years. I possibly know very little about that. Then you have the Israelites and their God Yahweh or our God Yahweh. Because I embrace the Hebrew faith. 
we understand righteousness to go back to the hand of God himself. We understand and trace righteousness to the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, Yahweh Elohim. And we believe that obedience, according to Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter, that when you follow the law, statutes, and commandments, when you're diligent, when you hear them, when you understand them, when you're obedient to them, then you're on the side of righteousness. When you're disobedient to them, you are not on the side of righteousness. You're on the side of wickedness. You're, you're, you're on the side of uh, hurrah, you know, or hakatah, uh, uh, the sin and the evil, the wickedness, and ha'avon, you know, you're more so on that side when you are disobeying in and in unadherence to the law, statutes, and commandments of the Most High, Yahweh Elohim. Now, I would like to give some examples of what I mean by that. But before I go that, I'd like to touch off into a couple of other things. When the African American embraces the Hebrew law, statutes, and commandments, living inside of a Gentile heathenistic society, he is looked at as weird, strange, peculiar, and to the dark, deep, deep, dark mind of the heathen, he is looked at as an offense. But this Israelite teach, don't steal, don't kill, Honor your mother and your father that thy days be longer on earth. This law says don't sleep with a woman if you know she's sleeping with a man, especially if you know that man. You know that man and you know she's sleeping with that man or if you know she's sleeping with a man, don't sleep with her. This law say don't eat pork. This law say don't eat shrimps, lobsters, octopus, squid, alligators. This law tell you that. And when we, this law tell you things like keep the Sabbath day rest on it. Keep it set apart from all other days. All other days you do all your work and, and you, 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 you do all the things you got to do in the, in the earth. But on that Sabbath day, sit back and just rest. Let that body and mind and soul rejuvenate itself. 
This law tells you that if you owe a man, you pay a man. You know? This law teaches you that when you was to plant your gardens and and, 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 and your fields and your foods to to to, to grow your foods for seven years and, and and then after that let the let the land rest. This law tell you to do things like to do things like to leave a section of your garden for the poor. See things like that stop stealing. All of these laws, cause cause won't no man go hungry. In your society. Every farmer has a section for the hungry. This law tell you to do things like. To not participate in jinky business practices. Many of these laws. Organized religion violates these laws you know I mean when you talk about jinky business practices you're talking about when you're talking about jinky business practices you're talking about the leaders of this world and the leaders of this world are said to be people like the Rothschilds and other Zionist Jews those are some of the most paid people and people that are controlling in this world. And a lot of those guys practice jinky business practices. You know, uh, I was watching a video today, a, old, a little older video, maybe about two or three years ago, and it was the Orthodox Jews fighting in Israel with the Jewish rabbis, the liberals, because the liberals were allowing women to become rabbis, which has long been uh, against Judaism. You know, that is practices that the heathen societies and the pagans practiced. They, they had priestesses and goddesses and all of that type of stuff. The Israelites were a unique people to that. Okay. So when you look at these laws. All of these laws was designed to build great characters. All of these laws were designed. To. Build societies. And build the nation of Israel and make it strong. And if, if the people in that region was to listen and to adhere to those commandments, it would, it would birth a strong, strong nation and a strong, strong people. But many people don't like the dietary laws and the strictness of these laws. And they like to be liberal and to be free and to do as they please. Now you have those that are not at, in adherence to the law. You know, when I think of myself 
I think of myself as an Israelite alpha male. Okay? And the things that I say may appear to be hard. They may appear to be rough around the edges. But when you look at the core of the message, it is rooted in central concrete truth. And yes, I have taken the red pill. Yes, I am a part of the manosphere. Yes, I am a more to other Israelites and other Israelite teachers and leaders. Therefore, a lot of things that I say, a lot of people have problems with them. A lot of people, it, 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 it conflicts with their being. Okay? But when you really look at the core of these things, you look at the truth. Now, you have those that are on the other side of righteousness. Guys like, say, for for instance, Derek Jackson, for instance. Derek Jackson was made to appear as though he was the good guy. He was preaching a self-righteous message. A message that is rooted in the philosophies and the society of the European, Anglo-Saxon, Gentile, heathen of America. He was talking about how men do women bad, you know, and any, and any man that has this alpha male tendency to pretty much look down on him and don't be with him. And if a man ain't doing this, don't be with him. And if a man cheats on you, leave him. And all of this stuff that he was saying. Because, see, you had guys in, in, in the manosphere who feel like, look, this is my world. Okay, I am a man and I have the right to choose my being. Being a man and being one of Afro-Asiatic extraction, I have the right to have wives and concubines. So, as a man, you should not be telling me And imposing upon me your ideologies and your definitions of cheating. Because if I'm loving and taking care of all of these women, these women are mine. If these women live together and love each other as they love me, then we are family. Who are you to try to teach that a man is cheating, and that a man is a cheater, and that a man can't have more than one woman. According to the scriptures, it was the woman who was supposed to have one man. But Derek Jackson never did touch on that part. Because for him to tell a woman to leave, 
That is to give her the permission to jump to another man. And if you don't do right, leave and jump to another man. See, this type of ignorance is perpetuating dysfunctional families amongst the African-American community. This guy has made YouTube money, you know, so he's doing well, he's looking good. And to those who are unlearned, he appears to be a righteous role model when in all actuality he's a selfish, a self-righteous man whom you have adopted as a role model. And why he's demonizing the alpha male and the men in the manosphere. He is guilty of the same charges that he lied about us with. Every man in the manosphere is doing well, is doing fine. They're happy with their teachings. They're happy with their followings. And they're happy with their women. Derrick Jackson, on the other hand, couldn't be happy with his woman if his philosophy was righteous. His philosophy is a monogamous teaching and it is one that pedestalizes women. He pedestalized one woman so that she came into his home that he invited her in. And she made sure that she took pictures and photos, maybe even video footage of things that was going on in the home to prove that she has been there so she can destroy this man's marriage. See, that's what self-righteousness does. Self-righteousness weakens a man. It doesn't strengthen a man. Righteousness is righteousness is right. Is what is right is what is right. I don't care where you're from. I don't care where you're going. I don't care how long you've been there. Or how quick you left. Righteousness is righteousness. All around this country, even in third world countries, it is not a good thing to kill somebody. Just to maliciously murder somebody. Okay? All around this world, it's not a good thing to sleep with somebody else a woman that is being preoccupied by another man. It's just not. The Hebrews understand that it is righteousness that is what exalts a nation. But Hakatah, the sins, Hakatah, the sin. Sin, kata, is a reproach to any people. Doing wickedness, doing wrongness, 
is a reproach to anybody, to any people, to any nation, to any race, to any gender, to any clandestine organization, to any religion. This is why I teach righteousness and try to study the scriptures in the history of righteousness so I can give it to you pure, raw, and unadulterated. My Hebrew teachings is potent, like pure heroin. You might have to give it, my, my teachings is, is, is potent like heroin, you gotta cut it. You know, when you cut it, you probably gotta, you probably could put a tin on it. That's how potent it is. For it's potent dope in its raw form, it's so potent that it'll kill a man. Soon as he put it in his system. And that's how potent my truth is. Somewhat kind of like, and this is the reason why in the beginnings of my podcasting and YouTubing that my numbers are low. Because there's a famine in the land. There's a famine in the land and there's a famine of righteousness. There's a famine of truth. Being without the truth, being without righteousness, I look at my people, because this is where I live amongst. I live amongst the African-American community. I can't speak for or about any other community or any other people. That's not racist. It's just dealing with the hand that I was dealt. I wasn't raised in the suburbs. If I was raised in the suburbs, then I would have a more universal message. My message is for that. When you teach and you preach, you do business and you start expressing your talents, you first start with the man next to you. The man across the street. You don't go abroad first. Righteousness will exalt a nation. But sin is a reproach to any people. One of the most beautiful things that I have seen in my lifetime is I have seen righteousness come full circle. Being born in the Americas, 1972, at a time where I was taught that my people was heathens, jigaboos, coons, niggers, negroes. I mean, sambos, you name it, any name. Spirit chucker, all of this crazy derogatory terms that they have given to African-Americans. Reminds me of a cliche that they'll call you everything except the sons of God. Why is that? Because that is who 
We are. We are actually Elohim. We are actually the sons of God. The sons and the daughters, the children of El Elyon, of the Most High God. And it does them it does them no justice for them to call us who we are. For them to call us who we are would exalt us and our nation like the scripture said it would do. And one of the most beautiful things that I have experienced, that I have got a chance to see, just like Martin Luther King, he said, mine eyes have seen the, uh, the, with the glory of the coming of the Lord. He said, I, he said, I've looked over the mountaintop and mine eyes have seen well, I'll tell you what Moriyashah bin Israel eyes have seen. All throughout the continent of Africa, I am witnessing and we're witnessing a wave and a movement of pure Africans embracing, going back to the Hebrew Afro-Asiatic. State. This means that you have a whole race of people that, see, we tried Christianity, we tried Islam. Now it's time to try to go back to Judaism. Now it's time to try that again. And if that don't work, now I don't know what to tell you. And it's going to work because every time the black people have come together up under Hebrewism, we have became a powerful, powerful, powerful people. We go back to the Moorish Empire and think of the universities of Timbuktu, Sinkare, and Kuwera. Great learning institutions that brought to this world mathematics, technology, reading. This region started in the Mediterranean, Northern Africa, amongst the Moors, the Phoenicians, and the Hebrews. For they were the first people to bring to this world writing and reading. And then later on, they began to translate the works and the writings of the Greeks. Therefore, they began to bring forth the world mathematics because the Greeks got mathematics from the Egyptians. See how this stuff go back to black? But the Europeans take this knowledge. When we did it, we built aqueducts, underground cities, pyramids, powerful spiritual institutions, societies. They got the knowledge. They built bombs, 
Mapalm bombs, atomic bombs, nuclear bombs. They get the knowledge and they make some of the craziest drugs, man. I was just talking to somebody about a drug that, that people used to take when I was a kid. They used to call them scalenes. And these people would take these drugs and for and they would be high three days three four days and this drug was a hallucinogenic and I said wow can you imagine hallucinating seeing things for three for two days <laughs> for one one twenty four hours three four days and you seeing things that's not there these are the type of things that the self-righteous makes and creates. This is what self-righteousness produces. Make me think of Woodstock. They had all them people out there high off LSD and all kind of drugs. And then, and then they was playing some of the most psychedelic music of his age. This is what self-righteousness produced. It brings reproach to the people. You look at us as the African Americans, and even in America, some of we're we're seen as the bottom of the barrel and poor. But when you look at your status here in America and you compare yourself to other Africans around this world other black people and even Europeans and even other societies like Afghanistan Afghanistan is not black but it's another society and you could go grocery shopping in Afghanistan with like two three dollars you know what I'm saying you know, you can go to a restaurant with $3 and feed your whole family. You see, that type of thing where in America, you couldn't, you know, $3, you can't buy too much of nothing. Maybe a bag of chips. I remember chips were 25 cents when I was a kid. You know, now they, you know, and the big bag was a dollar. Now these chips is two, three, four, five dollars a bag. You can't get too much of nothing. You know, nihilators and candy was a nickel and a dime when I was a little boy. You know what I'm saying? You can't get nothing for two or three dollars today in America. So I bring that up to state that it is our self-righteousness that stops us from exalting and growing. Self-righteousness Put you, put you in a state where you don't know whether you're coming or going. You don't know whether you're winning or losing. The African American is winning. But he listened to the media and, and those that are indoctrinated to feed the people poison. They listen to that. And they are being brainwashed to believe that they're losing. You was a natural born winner. You are the sons and daughters of God. 
I'm asking African Americans to give Yahweh a chance. Give me a chance. Give other Israelite teachers that are really, really, really earnest a chance. Understand that this is a new movement and there's a lot of brothers and sisters, you know, uh, mostly brothers popping up with new movements and, you know, uh, uh, microwave teachings. Some of the stuff ain't 100, but you got to understand that we have been disassociated from this teaching by way of Islam and Christianity forbidding us our teachings. You got to understand that there's a certain group of people all throughout Africa and even uh, not just here in the Western Hemisphere that, that the colonizers and the enslavers when they came in there they erased these people's total history. I'll give you a prime example. Askia Mohammed. When Askia Mohammed came on the scene, he banned all of the Jews from the uh, that, that, that were part of the Mali Empire, the, the empire that he ended. He resurrected the Songhai Empire and he banned any communication with the Jews. They can't do business here. They, they, they banned here. They went through a massive translating of all of the books and, 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 and they tried. You know, there's just so many books, they, just, they, they could, just couldn't do it. You know, all of the books that was floating around, they tried to translate all of that stuff into Arabic. And they banned us from our culture. And that banning followed us all the way through Christendom, all the way through slavery, all the way over to the United States of America. That formula of depriving us of who we are. And then when we come back to reclaim that which you've taken from us, you try to play us as if though that was never ours to begin with. They treat the African-American as if though he fell from the sky or something. You understand? But my whole point today is to encourage us to do that which is right. Learn who you are. Learn the Hebrew history, the Afro-Asiatic culture. Because I'm here to tell you, man, that has changed my life, my total life, my total being. I was one who was about negative energy because I was taught self-righteousness. I was taught the European way. And I was taught that that was the thing to do. If I'd have kept at it, I'd have probably been dead or in prison. I followed the Hebrew way and I began to learn languages and histories, you know, which which gave which made me feel good about knowledge. Now, I mean, I'm just, I just love to learn. 
And I love to spread knowledge. I would love to be an inspiration. To inspire you. To be the best that you can be. That's whether you're white. Whether you're black. I am promoting righteousness. I have to explain that I am a black man. Because it would come strange to you. That I am teaching Jewish. Hebrew thought. That is because I found truth in that teaching. Not necessarily into a people who call themselves Jews, whether they're white or black, whether they're tan or whether they're Chinese or Indian, but into the fundamental, the fundamentals of their teachings the fundamentals of the Torah that being that I'm going to conclude this segment I just want y'all to understand the power of righteousness you know when you're dealing with the law of attraction and metaphysics I promise I'll be done Good righteousness is seven times more powerful than evil. Take that and understand that and stride with it. This is the reason why when you do one thing bad, don't nobody want to let it rest. Because you're in a a heathen society that don't promote that Ancient Afro-Asiatic righteousness. You know? With that being stated, this is Yasha Ben Israel, a.k.a. Terry Tedario Whitfield, signing out for the Yasha Ben Israel Terry Whitfield Show. I love all y'all. Y'all all be blessed. Why y'all barakah.